Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Anybody want to work like being uptight and just rigid? We could do that. No. Let's start in Down Dog. In the spirit of spaciousness, wide with the stance in both your hands and your feet. Bend your knees, get still. So spaciousness also in terms of all that extra stuff we do that just fills space and fills time, right? It's, it's like it's just clutter in the mind and body. Certainly, if you need to move, we will move. But if you have a strong desire, right, not a fidget, try breathing like steadily. Give all that extra energy into channeling your breath. So that, that energy has something really useful to go. Set your gaze wide and soft. You see the whole horizon behind you, whether that's a wall or a window or a big pile of laundry. Right. Whatever it is, it gets real soft your gaze real spacious. And just check in with any desire to move around. If you've got it, soften something so that you can stay right, awake and aware. Right? Like we will pedal, we will move. I promise. Where's your breath? Where's your gaze? And on an inhale, shift forward to a high plank. Set your gaze right below your face. And uh, just lengthen out a little more than you think you need to. Maybe you walk your hands a little further forward. Maybe you just draw your chest, your heart a little further forward. Yeah, so there's, like, there's a little more space than you knew you had. Play with that. Breathe. Like breathe here for sure. If there's not enough space in your shoulders, try walking your hands one hand distance forward. You feel the shoulders kind of like they're kind of cranky. Go a little forward. Exhale. Bend your knees and slide back to down dog. Set your gaze at the spot between your feet or the back of the mat. Let it soften, take in the whole horizon. A little softness of knees as you're going, just for now. Use that to then press back out into a high plank. As you press into your high plank, breathe in. Tighten your legs, lengthen your front body. Heart forward, back of the head lifts, traction out as far as you go. And then exhale, press back to down dog with bent knees. Like you were getting ready to jump forward. Inhale, come forward, high plank. So two different kinds of space that we're making here. That tensioned, focused strength and space. And then as you bend your knees and slide your hips back, soften your gaze as you set it. And inner spaciousness. One more round. In plank, you squeeze and tighten up to create length and space. And then as you press back to down dog, Press your hands down, press your feet down, a little softness of the knees. 
look forward to your hands. We're going to walk forward into Ragdoll. And in Ragdoll, bend your knees. Let your head drop heavy. Whatever you need to do to connect your rib cage to your legs, that might be via putting your arms in between or sandwiching some blocks in between, do that so that you can let your head drop. Right? And your head heavy. It's a weight that you're using to decompress your spine to make space between the vertebrae or to make the feeling of space. Let's let's get one thing super clear when we're talking about space in the body. Your body it doesn't have space, right? We the atoms within your body have space in them. Right? But we're not actually gonna you don't want <laughs> to have space, space in your body. But we're decompressing the discs, allowing more breath to move through the rib cage, the thoracic spine, right. allowing more circulation to happen. Right. And there's a feeling of spaciousness as we take this practice, right? That, that decompression, allowing for more fluid, more of the lymphatic, the circulatory immune systems to work more easily. Release your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your arms. Fan your fingers out. Reach through the ring fingertip toward the ceiling. When we exhale, we'll bow forward. Bend at your knees. Chest to thighs. Breathe all the way out. Empty. And breathe in. Lift halfway. Come up high enough that you feel your back working to support the spine. And then plant your hands. Step back. High plank, breathe out here. Breathe in, knees down, and upward facing dog directly from the plank, good. Press back, down dog. Hands down and forward, hips up and back. Your gaze sets and it softens, widens. You look forward and walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat, press your feet down. Come up high enough that you feel your upper back work. You might take your arms out to the sides as well with that to feel it. Then exhale. We'll fold down and in at the very end of the exhale. Letting your head get heavy and the spine drop. Good. Take a couple more of those for pacing. Breathe in. Reach up. Wide. And out through that ring fingertip. Exhale. Fold forward. A bend of your knees. Hinge at your hip and then let the head just go. Press your feet down, breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high plank, elongate. Use the whole exhale to tighten into and extend your high plank. Then inhale directly to up dog. As you exhale, press down through your hands, pull your abdominals in. That supports the body moving back to down dog, also the breath moving out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Press your feet down. Draw your heart forward. Get all your breath in. And then all your breath out. So you have plenty of time to breathe fully. Press your feet down. Experience an entire inhale as you come up. Reach long, pinky and ring fingertip. Good. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, 
lift halfway, flat back, plant your hands, step back, high plank, breathe all the way out and to experience the end of your exhale. Then inhale, upward facing dog, press your hands down, heart up, and down dog, breathe all the way out. Feel the exhale empty, the gaze soften, the face soften, look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, and breathe out, fold down and inhale, plenty of time to breathe out, then inhale, rebound up, feel the whole breath in, right? Like, you do not have time here not to breathe fully. Don't think too long on that. Breathe out, bow forward, total yoga koan. <laughs> you do not have time to rush your breath. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, elongate front body, and then exhale, step back, a high plank, press the floor, squeeze your legs, elongate, like take your hip crease and lengthen from there to your heart. Then upward facing dog, keep doing it. Good. Breathe out, down dog. Now hands press down, hip crease up and back. Pause here. Breath all the way out. And as you breathe in, you're going to bend your right knee and drop your left heel down. Keep your breath steady like we're moving through that salutation. Pacing of up dog, down dog with the breath. And as if you were combing out your leg. Breathe in and breathe out. Good. Every exhale, just plow your hands down and forward. And with your inhale, soften your gaze, soften your face. Good. So you exhale, you're grounding. And inhale, you're making space. And then back to center, both knees bend. Inhale forward to a high plank. Exhale, lower all the way down to your mat. Feel the end of your exhale. It's like, like you have no time to rush this thing. Like you just have time to be taken in by the floor. Then inhale, cobra. Peel up. Feel the full inhale. Where's the top of it? Then exhale, release down. Press into your hands and knees. Back up to down dog. Pause the end of the exhale, and then bend the left knee, drop the right heel down. Unless that's what you did last time, then do the other side. Move your breath right. in the same way that like, we just moved it from, from cobra to down dog. Steady rhythmic flow of breath, calming through the calf and hamstring. really directed and really effective at what you're doing. And back to center, both knees bend. Inhale, come forward to a high plank. Take your time and lengthen it out. Squeeze your legs, draw your abdominal in, heart forward, back of the head up. Lower all the way down to the floor. Get the breath out and just feel your body heavy on the floor. Inhale, change the relationship cobra. Lift up, spread out through your collarbones, elbows hug in to get that, and then release slow, 
we'll press hands and knees to down dog. Pause, feel the end of your exhale. A little bend of the knees, slide your hips up and back as you inhale. Maybe I like getting ready to jump. Then maybe you do. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Top of the mat. When you get there, breathe in, lift halfway. And then exhale, fold forward. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Up and wide out through pinky and ring fingertip. Exhale, sit back, Ukatasana. When you inhale, lift your chest like the, the air was floating the rib cage up. Then exhale, we'll bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway and walk your feet about hip distance apart. When you exhale, fold back down. Set your gaze toward your back wall, back of your mat, eyes soften. Then inhale, reach up to standing. Mountain pose with feet hip distance. Exhale, sit back, Ukatasana, we'll reach forward. And on an inhale, lift your chest like the air was just floating it up. Exhale, bow forward. To be clear, the air is not floating up. You're using your muscles to do that, but let it feel like that. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet out. One more toe heel to shoulder distance apart or a little wider. And then exhale, fold in. Press your feet down, drive through your heels. Up to stand, arms up and wide, reach out through your ring fingertip. When you exhale, sit back, Ukatasana. When you breathe in, lift your chest, you're elongating through your front body, back body's working. Then exhale, bow forward and in. Lift halfway and simply turn your toes out to the diagonal. And when you exhale, bow forward, a little bent knee here is good. And press into your feet, drive through your heels, come up to stand. Mountain pose, arms reach out and wide, pinky finger, ring fingertip reach out. Exhale, sit back to Malasana, garland pose, hands come down toward heart center. When you inhale, the arms are going to reach out to the sides, press arms into the legs, legs back into arms, heart lifts. And then exhale. Bow forward, let your hips lift, your head drop. We're walking the feet together as we do. Whether you go hip distance or touching or somewhere else, it's together. Breathe in, reach up to stand mountain pose. Excellent. Exhale, fold forward. When you breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. We'll walk the feet hip distance apart. Breathe out, step your right foot back. Low lunge, breathe in, straighten your front leg as far as yours goes without force. Let your head drop, breathe into your back. When you exhale, back to the low lunge. Tighten your back leg and inhale, draw your chest forward, like presenting your heart forward. When you exhale, step back, high plank or Bend the elbows for low push-up. Keep the integrity and the length of the plank. We'll breathe in. Upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out. Down dog. 
when you inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. Squeeze it tightly. Let it draw you up. Then exhale. Bring your knee into your chest. Take a big step into low lunge. Breathe in. Reach up. Ground through your front heel. Exhale. Bow forward. Hands down. We'll step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. And breathe out, fold down and in. Let your head drop, your jaw soften, inside of your mouth softens. Inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Drive through your heels, drive through the ball of the big toe. Lift up through your abdominals, out through pinky and ring finger. With an exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Flat back, walk the feet about hip distance. Step back with your left foot. Breathe in, lengthen the front leg. Let your head drop heavy, the face softens, eyes soften. And then as you exhale back to the lunge, keeping the back leg as tight and straight as you can. Inhale your heart forward, a little bit of a back bend there. Then look to the floor in front of you. Step back, high plank or chaturanga. Breathe all the way out and lengthen your front body just as alive as it can get. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Press down, breathe out, down dog. Hands press down, right foot presses down. On your inhale, you lift the left leg and tighten it up. Let it draw you up. And exhale, bend the knee. Take a big step. Inhale, reach up for crescent. Fan your fingers wide. Then exhale. Look to the front of the mat. Hands down. And step back foot up. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out. Fold down and in. Really good. Drop your hips back, dig your heels in, Utkatasana with cactus arms. Take the arms out to the side, pull the elbows down like an imaginary pull-up. Then exhale, we'll fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high plank, tighten it up, lower all the way to the floor. Then take locust here. Roll your shoulder points away from your chest. Broaden your collarbone. Exhale, release down. Hands to your mat. Press back, down dog. You'll step your right foot forward and wide. Back foot flat, it steps wide too. So you got warrior one, feet on really two separate tracks. Reach up and out. Hands to the mat. Look forward as you step back. Create the high plank, lower it to the floor. Keep it steady as you go. You can always use your knees. Locust, palms toward the floor, but then try spinning them out toward your side wall. Exhale, release down slow. Press into your hands, hands and knees to down dog. Breathe all the way out. Find the end of your exhale. Then left foot forward. It stepped wide. Back foot also wide. So a little more than hip distance apart. Reach up and out through your fingertips. Then bow forward. Hands to the mat. We'll step back. 
neaten up the plank, lower it to the floor, and locust. Squeeze your legs, palms down, or palms out to the sides if you can. Roll the thumbs up toward the ceiling. Exhale, release down. We'll press back. Downward facing dog. Good. Have a breath in here through your nose. Horse's breath out through your mouth. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. If you didn't partake in that, that's okay. Breathe in, lift halfway. It is good though. And breathe out, bow forward. On your inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. As we exhale, sit low all the way into boat. Yes, good work. Breathe in, low boat. Breathe out all the way down onto your back. Hug your knees in. It'll rock side to side. Nope, this is not the usual. Since we're focusing in on abdominals, let's do it early, but not often. Your knees to right angles, arms out to the sides. I just like, I want to get this done before we're halfway through class. Imagine it's be very heavy on your shins. So the, the right angles you're making at hip and knee, right? it's taking leg strength and abdominal strength to hold the legs at this position. Then heel taps are when we unhinge and hinge at the hip joint, and that's the only thing that moves. So the, uh, the actors here are your glutes and hamstrings and your hip flexors that pull the, the bent leg down so that you touch or almost touch, even better, almost touch, heel to the floor. The way the abdominals are working here is that all of them, transverse, obliques, rectus, they're all hugging in to support your low back in its natural shape. There's a heaviness to your sacrum, a heaviness to your rib cage, but a lightness to your low back. The knee is not moving. So it's like you had your knee in a brace. You'll feel quadriceps, you'll feel hamstrings, you'll feel everything at a point. And then bring knees into chest, hug them in. Nose to knees, knees to nose. Get a little rock up and back as you like it. Make your way around a down dog, your favorite way. If you like to float through, roll for it. If you like to kind of make your way easy, but do anything except uh, kind of scramble and hurry. Right? You, have, you have time, right? The only thing you don't have time for here is rushing. That's just like, I love yoga paradoxes. I just love it. That's probably why I'm here. Breath in. Let it go through your mouth. You can horse's breath it out or open the mouth wide. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, bow forward. 
on your inhale, reach up to step, drive down through your heels, the ball of your big toe, lift up through your abdominals, out through pinky and ring finger. Exhale, sit back through katasana to boat. If possible, like you do that without hands, but if you need hands, you need hands. Lower down to low boat. And then all the way down onto your back. Bring your knees in. Get a breath here. And a long, slow breath out. Same idea. Knees at right angles. And pause to feel the right angles being made at your legs. And the work being done with all the abdominal muscles hugging in to support the low back. Now float your knees in. Uh, just float them in toward you until you no longer feel that you have to do any of that work. Oh, that's nice. Like, you, you could stay here. But then bring them back out. And as long as, as long as you are actually okay here, you're able to breathe. We're going to keep it. We're not going to do very many of these. Bicycle twists. Basically, this is a starting point. When you exhale, press your right foot forward, reach your right arm across the left leg, left leg staying in position with that 90 degrees, then unhit all the way back to center. Be sure the knees, you're back in that start position, both of them. And then as you twist up on your exhale to the right, the right leg stays in place. And then inhale, come back to center. Then we're going to bring the knees into the chest and just pause. So with bicycles, uh, you know, they're fitness exercises from forever and ever. Uh, they can be yoga posture, yoga asana, yoga vinyasa. It takes like any vinyasa, the awareness of alignment, the awareness of action, the awareness of breath. So knees at right angles again, bring them back out. If that's too much, float them in to the degree that it helps you to float them in. Then when you exhale, right foot forward, right arm across, you twist. Feel the twist in the body, and then unwind it. Come back to center, be fully aware of the start position again. And then left leg out, right leg stays where it is. You reach the left arm across. Inhale back to center, and then knees into your chest. Yeah, if you did this properly, that's, that's totally enough. Breathe in. And then breathe out, knees to nose, nose to knees. <laughs> you can rock, you can roll, make your way around to down dog, your favorite way. Anything except for scrambling and holding your breath. There's enough scrambling and holding your breath in the world. And get to down dog, breath in through your nose. Breath out through your mouth. Jaw soften, space between teeth, upper and lower, tongues relaxed. Keep that softness of your mouth as you close your lips. Breathe in and out through your nose. Eyes soft, face soft, inner ear relaxes. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up. Out through the fingertips like they're being pulled out of your hands. They're not, but the idea. Exhale, sit back through Ukatasana. Keep reaching forward, 
to balance the weight going back into boat. And then low boat. And then all the way to the mat. Knees in. Then legs up straight in the air. And we find a, so when we worked that 90 degree angle in the legs, right? We're working for the same alignment of the thigh bones here, just that we're stacking the shin bones and the feet on top. Go ahead and bring the legs closer in toward you, where it gets to be like, oh, well, if you have tight hamstrings, it gets to be like, oh. But <laughs> the abdominals don't have to work so much when the legs are in. Then start to gently press the back of the legs forward until you feel that you're doing the work in your core body of supporting your lower back. And if you have low back issues, don't go any further than this. But if you don't have low back issues, or you don't have them today, or you haven't had them recently, push the legs a little further forward than vertical. Right? And, and know where that is. Know where your low back starts to uh, to creep up. This is why a lot of abdominal exercises are just anathema to most of us. Like we just hated them. We hated them in gym class in high school. We hated them like in the aerobics class in the 90s. Right? Bring your legs back to vertical, just vertical. Right? Now they can move down. We are going to move them down. Hug in through your abdominals. Get the uh, feeling of the abdominal supporting the lumbar curve. Like there used to be this thing where like fitness instructors would have you shove your hands underneath to... Uh, to, to keep your lumbar curve without using your abdominals, that's not really worth it, right? Like, only let your legs go as far into these things as you, with your core, can sustain kind of the, the curve of your spine. So what we're going to do is right leg just about halfway down toward your mat. Pause there and feel the extra work that's now being done on the right side of the core body right? and feel the, the natural curve of your spine. If that's not going on, Bring the leg up until it is. This is just sensible, sane thing to do, right? Then bring the leg back up to vertical. Then left leg just about halfway down. Right? And then press out through your feet, squeeze the legs. Breathe in and breathe out. And just feel the work that's going on in your core to just support the shape of this. Then leg back up vertical. Then knees in hug them tight. So uh, the uh, dozens and dozens of leg drops that, that we can sometimes do. Like if you come to jam, we do this a lot. Right? We want to be doing them all with that amount of precision. And usually when we're, we're newer to thing, or even better, when we're unlearning uh, old patterns, right? taking the slower, taking a little less, like your optimal edge right now is where you can focus and breathe. Not like the, the, the bleeding edge of what your body can do, but like where can you focus and breathe and know where all the puzzle pieces of you are. So legs vertical again, then bring them in a little too too far in so that the, the hamstrings start to get a little stretch. There's nothing wrong with this. You're not having to really work. The, the lumbar curve is getting pushed toward the floor. And instead, bring them out to just vertical where you feel the lumbar curve is light or curved away from the floor depending on you. Then we're going to take the right leg, squeeze it tight, take it all the way down to the floor, and dig the right heel into your mat so that you're using now leg muscle to support the leg where it is. Abdominal muscles still supporting the uh, curve of the low back. Left leg is uh, being supported by its own muscles squeezing tight. 
then float the right heel just an inch off the floor. If this is adverse for your low back, go back to hugging the floor with the heel. If you're okay, inhale, take your legs out wide like you're trying to push your side walls away. Like get, get the feet, like the edge of the feet just into it. Then hug them back in towards center like you're squeezing your midline. Pause, notice what's going on in your low back and your abdominals. Then bring the right leg back up. Then knees down and in and rock. So we're just going to like single these things out, this whole ab series. Just to, to know that you're doing them properly for you. So that when we do them in repetition with each other, uh, you have a read on what's what's the optimal range of motion for me. And what's pushing past that edge into just like it's doable but not advisable. Because if we get better at what we practice, if we practice doing something that's just creating tension, then we're just going to get better at creating tension. Take your legs up in the air again. One more time. This is the last time. Promise. Vertical. And then bring them in to where they're not vertical anymore. They're too close to you and the, the low back is rounding. This is another one of those problems. If the legs are in too close but you try to drop one of them, the low back doesn't have any recourse. It's, it, it's working against itself. So legs vertical where your low back is in its natural curve. Then left leg down. So when it gets down there, grab the floor with your heel. You'll feel your glute muscles turn on. Right, keep the right leg tight. The abdominals are all firm. They're all working. There's ease in your low back because everything's doing its job. Then squeeze the left leg so tightly that you can lift the heel off the floor. It's supporting its own weight. If that's not the case, go back to grabbing the floor. Right, bend the knee as much as you need to. Make the low back happy. You'll still be working with this leg in the air. Then inhale. Legs out wide to the side. The Central body stays centered. You're pressing out with the legs, but the core body hugging in. Then legs hug back toward the midline, legs in their own lines, and then it's squeezing the hugging center. And then left leg up. And then knees in. Nose to knees. Again, you can rock and roll this thing. Make your way around. Down dog. When you get to down dog, Get a breath in through the nose. Soften your face, your jaw. Open your mouth. Everything out. Everything just slackens around the sensory organs. And you look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold down and in. Press your feet down. Inhale. Reach up. Mountain pose. Feet pressed down slightly out. Arms reach out so everything is on the same page. Then exhale. Sit back. Ukatasana. Down through it. Into boat. Lightly. Then low boat. Then to the mat. Knees in. Have a breath here. And when you exhale, you're going to curl up nose to knees. So front body shortening as much as you can. Back body lengthening as much as you can. Then on an inhale, we're going to extend the arms and legs while you take shoulder blades and head to the floor. Take your arms and legs about 45 degree angle. Check in with your low back. 
its natural curve being held by your abdominals. Then curl back in. If that felt too tedious on the low back, arms and legs higher. If it was fine, maybe arms and legs a little lower. Arms and legs reach out. Back of the head's on the floor, lowest ribs on the floor, sacrum's on the floor. And then curl in. One more time. So you might be reaching up toward your ceiling. You might be in an upward-facing handstand. Lowest rib is on the floor. Then exhale, curl up and in. And inhale, release down. Head and shoulders to your mat. Have a breath in. As you breathe out, release your feet to your mat. Press them down and up into bridge. Possibly the most enjoyable bridge we've ever done. Anybody? Let me see. Like, anyone feeling that bridge is more enjoyable after all those abs? Nobody? Yeah, let, let it make some space in the front of your body, that stuff you just worked. Did you work that stuff? I, I need some thumb action here, guys. Is anyone alive? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and release down slow. Is there anybody in there? <laughs> Just nod if you... Actually, don't nod. <laughs> Come on down to the floor and rest. I just want to know that we don't have to do that ab set again. That's true, correct? We do not. Okay, good. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Karen, for the foot wiggles. <laughs> good. Take your feet slightly wider than you just did. Whatever you just did, go just like one step wider. And again, up into bridge. And then turn your toes out just a bit toward the So just making a little more space. So what we're trading up for here is the ability to use the back line of the body, to use your hamstrings and your glutes to press up. That may help some of us get higher up in the pose. It may just help you kind of work those external rotator muscles. And it may help some of us with hip flexor tightness kind of work around that. If this is good for you, if this is better for you, like considerably better than the first one, you stick with this. On your exhale, slowly release down. For a lot of us, it's just going to be a different option, a different experience. That's valuable too. If you liked being out wider, for like sure, your little back was like, I'm the happiest I've ever been, stay. If you want to go back to hip distance, do. Press your feet down. Lift up again into bridge. And then lift your heels up off the floor and press the balls of the feet down. So that, like your heels lift up through the work of your calf muscles. You might walk your feet toward you. So what we're trading out for here, a little less back body action, a little more inner thigh action, pressing the ball of your big toe. And this also is a way of getting around the hip flexors. Good. Good. Go just to that optimal range where you have breath, you have focus then slowly come down and pause when you land. And uh, if you feel the burning desire to bring your knees to your chest, first, don't. Second, that's your sign that you did too much in bridge. Like bridge, like even wheel. When we come down, right, if you can't just level out, right, I mean, we have habits, and it might feel good. Like, like 
totally it might feel good to bring the knees in. We don't you know, want to be so far into bridge that we need to immediately reverse it. Right? We didn't do that action just to reverse it. So if you're feeling that, totally cool. Learn in the moment that that was like, that was beyond the optimal range. Right? That was not creating space, but the opposite of space. So one more bridge of your preference or wheel, if that's your preference. And you're working with this idea of like, you want more space in your body from your practice. Not, not always, sometimes you want more centering in. But if you're trying to get more space, it's on the front and the back. And you're not giving up anything. Right? Like, this is like a cake and eat it too situation. You're going as far as you go, working as hard as you want to work. In the process, you're keeping all the spaciousness that you can. It's like the optimal edge. When something's shutting down, that's our warning sign. Breath in. And then slowly come down and again, just like here, spread your body out into the mat. Right? Like land and like you were a drop of water on a table that just kind of spreads out and seeks its level. level. One breath there. Then it probably will feel nice to bring your knees to your chest and hug them in. So do that. And this is just love on them, do all the things. Right. There used to be a, an old, an old yoga tale of like you can't bring your knees in after back bends because it shocks your sacrum. It doesn't shock your sacrum. I mean, there's a lot of things in life that would, if that if that were the case, like we would not be mobile beings. There is truth in this. Feels nice. This is a nice counter pose. But anytime we're needing that counter pose right away. It's a sign that our nervous system is in fight or flight, that we've done something that has uh, chased us into that. Which I do that like 16 times a day off the mat. What we want to be able to come out of these poses into is just neutral awareness. All right, bring your knees to right angles and you can have the knees then bend a little more where your heels, in fact, let's all do this. Keep your thigh bones at right angles with your body, but bend your knees until your heels are close to your sitting bones. So your feet are kind of dangling toward the floor. Draw your abdominals in to support the curve of your low back. And then arms out like cactus, belly twisting pose, knees side to side. Just kind of a languid seaweed and water style unless you absolutely need something different, but more about the making of space. Breathe in as you move to the side. Breathe out as you come back to center. And the main thing about the alignment here, as opposed to when we're really working that that strong right angle at the knees, is that you're rocking across your sacrum, and when you come back to center, you feel that spaciousness of your low back. We all have different curvature of the lumbar spine. Some of us, the low back will touch the floor. Some of us, it won't. Either way is okay. It's a sensation of lightness uh, that you're looking for. 
and that the the sensation of heaviness of massage across the sacrum is is what's going on. We don't want a sensation of heaviness in the lumbar spine. You'll feel the the bony, bumpy, sticky outy spines of the vertebra if your knees come in too far. When you rock across your sacrum, the back of your hips, you feel what what seems like a flat bone. Come on back to center after you've evened up the next round and we'll pause, feet to the mat. Have a breath in. And a long, slow breath out. Really good work, y'all. Bring your feet out wide. Let the knees drop over uh, to the side in like windshield wipers that got stuck to the right. And then you reach your arms back toward your back wall, whatever's back there behind you, in whatever degree is good for your shoulders. So as, as you reach, pinky and ring finger, reach for your back wall. Could have some softness at your elbows. Definitely have softness between your neck and your shoulders. Breath in, the back of your hands, the back of your wrists heavy to the floor. As you breathe out, squeeze your left glute muscle, the left bum cheek, to lift the hip up. On an inhale, come back to center. Pause. Let's get a read on where you are for most of us. Where we are is a little heavier in the right hip than the left. So go ahead and make that small little adjustment. Then knees over to the left. And reaching the arms back. Again, doesn't have to be straight arms. Definitely space between yeah, the neck and shoulders. Get the pinky and ring fingertip. Just imagining length through that side of the hand. The hand itself, both hands, fanned out, fingers heavy to the floor. Breath in, fan out through your rib cage. As you breathe out, get a squeeze to the right glute so that you lift the right hip and elongate the front right side of the body. Inhale, come back to center. Pause. Catch the knees into the chest. Nose to knees and knees to nose. Nothing fancy here unless you want it to be. We're going to rock up to seated and turn to the side of your mat that you'd like for straddle. Seated straddle. Okay, so a little wide leg. Upavishtakhanasana. Uh, and start with leaning back out of it wide legs, heels dig into the mat, and you're just like, you're leaning back, getting some space across your chest. You're going to sit to the back of your sitting bones, and you're going to lay, uh, if you have a convenient wall behind you, you can lay back on it, just come back, and then walk your hands slowly but surely in until you feel yourself come up onto the center of your sitting bones. For most of us, the the most important arm balance you'll ever do is taking your hands down, one in front and one in back of you. Lift up and reposition your hips so that you're on your sitting bones. If that doesn't work, there's a great technology called a blanket, a pillow, a block. 
anything that you can sit on, put your sitting bones on to elevate your hips so that you sit on your sitting bones on something, whether it's the floor or blanket or blocks, makes no difference. Lift up through the center of your chest, spread out through collarbones. Good. If you feel a little slumping, like you can't spread out, that is your sign to sit on something. If you have absolutely nothing to sit on because you are uh, at work or in an igloo or something like that, bend your knees and use that action of bending the knees to sit tall. We're going to twist right hand towards your left thigh. Upright chest lifts. You can look over your back shoulder. You can look over your front shoulder. Long, slow breath in and out. Every inhale, like you could unhinge the back of your neck. The nape of the neck broadens and lifts. The back of your head moves up and back. Let your eyes set soft. Face relaxes, jaw, inner ear all soften. And you're going to unwind that, come back to center. And side bend. Left arm up. You're going to take your right arm in line with your hip. So we're not going down the leg with this one. You're going straight to the side. And you're going to let your left hip lift a little off the floor. So if this were uh, my hips, the left hip would be tilted slightly up. You're pressing the left heel down as you reach long through pinky and ring fingertip on the left side. Good. Breath in. And then as you breathe out, press into your right hand on the floor. Use that to help you come back up to center. And pause. Breath in. As you breathe out, you might want to readjust your seated posture. We're going to bow forward. So bowing from the front of the sitting bones. If this is just too much, like you still feel like you're sitting behind the sitting bones, Bhadakanasana, butterfly, would be a good option here. Soles of the feet together if, if that's better for you. Breath in. Long, slow breath out at the back of your head. Just drop. Back of your neck gets long. The upper back softens. And on an inhale, make your way up to seated. Again, sit tall. And if that takes bending your knees or having something under the sitting bones, for sure do that. Feel like your shoulders are aligned right over your hips. You can lift and broaden your chest. Then rotate the left hand toward the right knee. Yep. And again, the spine's working like a spiral staircase straight up. So you may or may not touch your actual knee. That's a, a proportion issue of, of arm and leg and tor torso length. You will stay, stay vertical in this. So if you're, if you're short arm and long torso like me, you'll, you'll catch mid-thigh no matter how flexible you get. If you got super long arms, you might touch your toes. Good. Either way, rib cage stacks atop the hips, the head stacks atop the ribs. And moves up and back into that line of the spine. And then on an inhale, unwind. Back to center. Sit tall. Be sure that's going on. And then it's left arm out to the side. Right arm reaching up into the side bend. 
as you go. The right side of your pelvis, that's how the right sitting bone will lift up off the floor so that the, the sacrum can go with the spine. Dig the heel in though, so make this distinction between being stable, which you are, if the, if the leg bone is and fixed. Okay, so the pelvis, the hips, we don't want them to be fixed. Uh, we don't want to be unstable. <laughs> That's just never a, <laughs> it's never a compliment. So you get the heel down, but let the hips move as a natural extension of the spine. On your inhale, press into your left hand, come up, right, and breathe here at center. That's how spaciousness comes in, like we ground and we lift. Lift up, bow forward down the center line again. If this is not for you, butterfly could be. Right, so with the, the leg bones grounded, you dig the heels in. As you fold forward, you may feel your sitting bones get light. If you are a uh, what they call a pitcher in this pose, and you're slightly pitched forward, sitting bones may start to point back. Squeeze your legs, flex your feet. Be sure that the legs themselves are stable. And then you can bow forward, creating spaciousness. You can think of, of spaciousness or flexibility like as if you had a rubber band. If you had a rubber band and you just pulled on one side of it and just like slid it along the table, right, the, the length, the elasticity doesn't come into play. But if you pin one side down with a finger and then pull with the other hand, right, it, it takes the, the stability, the grounding of, of something then expand the, uh, the tissue of the rubber band. At the same time, we don't need to fix it so hard that, that something snaps. On your inhale, slowly come up and bend your knees in if they're not already. Take a breath, take stock of where you are. Make your way down onto your back for Shavasana. And as you go, let yourself lay out, spread out. Again, say that water being poured on the table where you have this feeling of meeting your own level, spreading out. Like if your legs could go a little wider, if the elbows could go a little further from the body, whatever pose, whatever shape you're taking, go for it. space in your senses, space in your body, space in your heart and mind.
ready to come back. Start by spreading your hands wide through your fingers, spreading your toes, your space between, space at the edges of you. And then breath in and out where you feel space at the center of you. as much of that space as possible. Make your way to your right side and up to seated. And bring hands together at heart center. And raise thumbs to forehead center. And offer each other namaste. Namaste, y'all. Go in peace. Great job. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.